Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. You don't want that on, do you? Oh, no, yeah, I can put that on. Don't forget that. There we go. Boop. Boop. This is such an elaborate, elaborate setup. NASA? I, my, my podcast is super rudimentary. <laughs> Craig's like, the update guys do virtually what can we ask? Because we have a fucking studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Just trying to get out of the podcast. I fucking said doing. so. <laughs> this is Whatever. the OKS Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, if that's just me with a freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is Kukayest Hunter. Hey there, howdy, howdy, folks. Picking up new listeners here and there. I've been getting some mo- some uh, messages from folks. Found you guys. I'm 26 hours into your podcast already. I just found you on Sunday. I was like, whoa. Whoa. How did you find us? One of your ads for your Can't Eat the Horns hats. Figured you were my people. Thought you'd have a podcast. Sure enough, you do. Here I am. <laughs> Real message. Just showing up. <laughs> just, I was like, man, Game all right. Case, bro. Take it. It's better than everyone else's. They're antlers, not horns. <laughs> yeah, I know. We know. Thanks for teaching us, though, because we weren't sure. Thank That's you for the reminder. That's we printed it on a hat, because we're just that dumb. True. Holy cow. Welcome to the show. We're brought to you by Half Rack. Check out half-rack.com. Use code OHP for 15% off. I had to really enunciate there, so you don't think it's 50, because it's not. Um, sure, it'd be nice if it was. Sure, it'd be nice. Be a lot cooler if it were. Be a lot cooler. I'll put in a word. We'll see if we can get it come up with. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't gonna be fifty. <laughs> uh, they should run like a hundred fifty percent sale for the hundred fifty inch buck I missed. I'm listening. Let's just give people money. Uh, well, you bought some stuff, but we actually owe you some money. <laughs> we're gonna take care of shipping and give you thirty five bucks for this order. <laughs> Here's the, how you get some customers. Tyler's um, cringing right now. <laughs> he's, he's like, There's a little bit of a pucker factor going on. A little bit. I, dude, I've been really making good use of the snack pack. I gave one to my dad because I had a couple. And I unwrap all my stuff ahead of time. I throw it in there. And that way it's nice and quiet when I'm reaching in my bag. It's great. No Smart. Mm-hmm. It is a, it is a, I mean, it's not like, I don't know. It's not some like game changing product, but it kind of is. Yeah, okay. I've been failing to bring snacks with me. Yeah, for I'm those not. who snack, it is a pretty good product. For those who don't snack, you know. Protein bars. So be it. There's pine cones out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pine cones. <laughs> I mean, you might even be able to find a few bugs and spiders. It helps with your breath. <laughs> that scent, you know, that masking yeah. scent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Spartan Forge, been all up on Spartan Forge, taking pictures of rubs and trees and this and that, and we were just on it tonight before we got down here. Sure looking at we're. You had it on the April, phone, had it on, on the, the computer. computer. We're like just going to town on Spartan Forge. Again, code OHP, it'd save you 20% over there. Latitude, fully set up. I told you guys on a text tonight that I had never, ever 
climbed a tree so stealthily, smoothly, and quietly in my entire hunting career <laughs> other than I did tonight. And it kind of paid off, but not completely. We'll get but, into that because yeah. that was a good hunt. I thought yeah. for sure it was a kill. It was going to be a kill day. Dude, That's, that was a good sign for me. pretty close. We were all waiting for the yes. bloody arrow yep. text. Yes. We were waiting to not come to the podcast and go out there. And we would have been still river. fucking around for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So as much as I was giving the saddles a hard time earlier this season because of my encounter, that was my fault. <laughs> my dad's like, yeah, Derek, actually, uh, he's not a fan of that saddle, huh? <laughs> I've been using it a lot. I use it a lot in Illinois this last long weekend. But uh, this, the the carbon sticks, mm-hmm. I used a ton. I and I've been them. bouncing back and forth between my custom yep. gear ones. And, like, they each have their own thing that they're good at. Yeah. But when I come down or up with those latitude Quick. sticks... I can ra- have that thing wrapped and like set to go. So when I hit the ground, everything's ready You're to go. Like it, the yes. system is so, you, you cannot guys saw me. Well, how how long was it? How long was it when you texted me to get down and move before when I sent that follow up? It was quick. It was very quick. I was very done. Quick. I was out. That's yep. good. That rope system is slick. That's pretty exciting. Anyway, so yeah, check out Latitude, Code OHP, um, all the stuff over there. They got knee pads and platforms and sticks and saddles and all, all, the, all the stuff to get you in a tree uh, mobily. Quietly, quickly, and go wild is where you can also buy some of that stuff, tag some of that stuff, like assign that stuff to your gear repertoire, and post and log. I have to log a lot of hunting hours. I don't go wild. I'm probably backlogged, <laughs> just like I'm at work. I'm like the worst time enterer at work. Like our uh, accountant's like, "Hey Eric, <clears throat> you need to enter your time." Just letting you know, it was due two weeks ago. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Am I the worst one? Yep, you are the worst one. I'm like, oh, shit. I can confirm. You're the worst. <laughs> so with Go Wild, they're going to be like, how did Eric just log 50 hours of hunting? Well, I hadn't done it yet, so here we go. Give me my points. <laughs> Hand them over. It's my birthday. Nothing like buying stuff off season. All right. Tyler. What's up? Tyler's the man of the hour. That's how we know it's going to be a good episode. Tyler's, and we're wearing the same damn sweatshirt. Are we really? Similar hats. Oh, we are. Oh, you my got the gosh. Kenny Taban's hat. I luckily. do, yeah. I had to mix it up a little bit. Look at this. Look at this. I look like a couple of... We got drawstrings versus no drawstrings here. <laughs> Eric's going for efficiency. <laughs> no I, danglers. I, I, yeah, the kids just like try to eat them or whatever they do. I don't know. Do kids make traps out of any string uh, or like belt? Dane started to. He's like, I made a trap. And it's like loosely tied to like the oven or something. I'm like, this is a bad choice. Don't tie it to the oven. <laughs> Something's dying. And it's not going to be by your trap. <laughs> It'll be by the door or someone's getting burnt. If I have a belt lying anywhere within the kid's reach or like they can grab it, they stick it through, you know, and then they just put it on the ground in a nice little oval and go, yeah, do you want to step into the pool? It's nice and warm. And I'm like, are you sure it's not a trap? And like, no. Every time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good you. Oh, by herself my coffee. Oh, look, a bar of soap. Oh, good one. Oh, that's funny. The question is, who showed him that? Uh, guiltiest charge. What? That's my mom. <laughs> yeah, probably. How, who wants to start tonight, guys? There's a lot going on. Oh, here. there is. I got the episode titled Living That Rut Life. My car is a rut mobile right now. Oh <laughs> Does it smell like a rut mobile? Dude, those or the ass those, man coming those all bucks over. from hunting, they stink. I could catch their I could oh. catch their scent. Yeah, I'm, when I talked to you yesterday, you're like, man, does this thing reek? Yes. They, a little stinky? Oh, yeah. Real stinky. Give me those. I should I should grab some tarsal, tarsal, tarsal glands from mm-hmm. you. 
just said I just wore it on my neck, like just muscular. You're gonna get rode hard. I can give you the sweatshirt that I wore yesterday. I mean, that thing is sex panther. (laughs) (laughs) When you get some tarsal glands, sex panther. What is that smell? Smells like Bigfoot's dick. Phone lines are hot. I'm not sure if we'll take any calls, but you wow. can pile in. That took a turn. Yeah. Who wants to call <laughs> in? <laughs> How do you follow up after Anybody that? They want to talk about Bigfoot's We're dick. We're brought to you by Hat Rack. <laughs> and Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> I was listening to uh, some podcasts on the drive home from Illinois yesterday, and I was listening to Bo Martonic and Johnny Stewart, and they did like their annual yep. rut one. And oh, that's good. They were talking about like things they did in the good old days, and Johnny Stewart was talking about like they used to like take their coats and rub it on when somebody got a deer, rub it on the deer so you'd smell like a deer. Like, I don't know if I could sit in a coat <laughs> that was rough. Like, they're pungent, man. <laughs> oh, I washed my hands like 18 times yesterday <laughs> trying to get it off. It still isn't disappointing. And I'm like, I crawl into bed, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Good problem to have, though. Just going to keep these over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah you it's know you just, like that smell. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's like pre-kids. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You wanna, should we dive into your I mean, most go, successful Tyler. guy let's in go, the room? Let's, yeah, let's right now. hear it. Let's talk you're about the, your hunt. You're the shining light. We're, we're wearing the lucky sweatshirts. Just we, so are you know. the, we are. Yeah, where are you guys at with these sweatshirts? <laughs> Mine's in my truck. Don't get it. Mine are right here. Yeah, oh, I'm not getting it. That cam you mean that cam one. one's nice. Yeah, they're cool. It's warm. I've been wearing it on every hunt. All right, go ahead, Tyler. All right. Well, I think I think that like the hunt itself, that story is very very short. Really, this is like the story of the season, which almost didn't happen because I had to have a little nip tuck procedure there and uh, the end of August, and I'm like. I don't know when I'm going to be able to actually shoot so my nip, ball. So nip tuck as you were singing soprano? Or uh, nip no. tuck as you couldn't throw a fastball to save your life? Uh, no, that's not, not the case. So <laughs> it was a little laparoscopic surgery. I had I had, had my gallbladder removed. Uh-huh. So, but they cut through your core. Sure enough, when you draw back and you steady a bow, that's like all core work. Who knew, right? Um, so I didn't, that was the end of August. I didn't grab my bow and shoot it until mid-October. So I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to hunt. I went and hunted a week later, of course. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> You've been duck hunting with you. I did, I did. But like, but my thought was, okay, I can, I can pick up a gun and I can fire it. It's the drawing back. And if I, sure enough, I'm sure I'll have to like sit there and draw back and hold for like five minutes and I'll probably fall out of the tree stand or, <laughs> or pass out. just pass out <laughs> something. I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, so that was okay. Right. And then I just started to shoot more and just. Try to build up my stamina. Was it uncomfortable? Uh yeah, I was pretty weak. It's a little little mus- muscle atrophy all over the place, actually. Too even drawing the bow back was hard. Um, I went out second time at the end of October, and yeah, I think I I uh, was successful at um, not operating the GoPro properly. I had the front camera on and the red light flashing, so I had like a couple of bucks like pop out hey, at like th- light? thirty yards, and I'm like what is that red flashing light? And what is that shiny screen right there? And I'm like, <laughs> you got to go into those settings and turn off LEDs and front facing camera. Yeah. Right. Hey, you have li- learned also. Yeah. yeah. You live and you learn, right? Yeah. Actually, when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. It, I was just, <laughs> it, I was, I, and then I'm like, okay, then I got sick last week. You guys were all out. Um, and you guys were seeing deer, Greg, you had deer on camera. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like taking naps in the middle of the day. Like my legs are weak. I can barely walk. I'm like, this is just the season that's not going to be. 
Like I, it is November. I've sat in a stand twice. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get out again. Work looks terrible. I have kids' birthday parties all over the place here, my own kids. And like, okay, I'm going to go out before work tomorrow, before work yesterday, November 7th, and, and then I will sneak out in the afternoon again if I can. I show up in the morning, um, and I didn't see a deer. And I almost smashed a, like, 170 on the way there, too. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I came around the corner, and the first thing I thought of when I saw the deer was, that looks a lot like Derek's deer from last year. You <laughs> <laughs> were in the dark on your, your way, too? No, I'm, I'm the, in the dark on the way there. Your first thought wasn't speed up and hit it? No, no. I was I was like, huh? I mean, First the thought of, was, what is our coverage again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember, I'm driving a... I'm driving Liability a, at this yeah. time. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. I, my, my truck is... It's a, an expensive arrow right there. Yeah. <laughs> truck is a beater, so that probably could have, you know, but... Um, I was like, okay, the whatever. I go out there. I'm like, this is just, this is not my season. I think I recorded a video. Like, I did not post it, but it was like something. I was just lamenting about, I was complaining. It's a little, little Debbie Downer-ish, right? It happens. It happens, right? You get down on yourself. Sure enough, I sneak out yesterday afternoon. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there. It's going to be like a 90-minute, two-hour sit tops here. And I'm walking out, and I'm at my in-laws, right? It's private land. It's 19 acres, very, very small. And I bump a bunch of deer underneath my stand. And I'm like, and I sent a text. I was like, okay, great. This is part, this is part for the course here. This is just the way things are going this year. Thanks guys. Thanks Good guys. Rest. Right. I sent a text and Eric's like, just sit there. They might come back. I was like, did I say that? Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was like, it's very optimistic. That was very optimistic. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I was going to respond with something snarky, like fat chance or <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Deer don't come back when you chase them away, right? <laughs> <laughs> they did to be a lot more dead I know, ones. Right? <laughs> right. And I, but you know what happened? They actually did. Because <laughs> dough, the hot, it was turned out to be a hot dough and three bucks. They circled around me out into this open field or whatever, and they went up like 70 yards away, and then they went around this way. And I was like, oh, look, they did come back, funny enough, but they still completely avoided me. Ho hum, bah humbug. Just you know, I'm just I'm just moping right at this point. And then I saw another buck like trail through the field on that path or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Again, we're just training on that same line. And all of a sudden, like twenty minutes later, like there's a deer that pops up right there. I'm like, go pro on. And he works his way down to me and. He's going to walk through this shooting lane at like 40 yards that I have. And I'm not comfortable taking a shot at 40 yards. Even 30 at this point is I'm not like is right on the edge of my comfort level. And like, I got to let him go past. I have a couple lanes like back behind me kind of, I got to like really swing around the tree to my left and, um, okay. So let him work past and he gets behind some, some crap there, and I'm kind of moving around. And I have this on video. I learned about watching myself back. I don't sit very still in a tree stand. I showed it to my wife, and she's like, you need to sit still. you just moving all around. I'm like, what? There's stuff in between me and the deer. He can't see me. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then he, like, turns and steps right into this, right into my lane at, like, 25 hours. And I just drew back and just let it fly and just smoked him. And he ran 30 yards and tipped over. Did you it, watch him tip over? I watched him oh, tip over. Oh, that had to be the best thing it was, ever. It was crazy because he, he went 30 yards and he stopped. I'm like, uh, I'm like, there's no way I missed this deer. It looked like it was a money shot. Like tip over, tip over, tip over. And he just goes, boof. And I'm like, 
<laughs> Hell yeah. That's when that meme came through. And I was like, did something else happen? Because <laughs> last I saw, deer were running away from you. <laughs> I know. It happened just like, like that. that. Just like that. It just, How quickly does it turn tables? No. Like it, like, right, that's, that's the rut. That is the rut, right? Things that's can turn rut. just like they that. They turn to shit or they turn to gold. Like it's not. It's not like this great, compelling story. It's just like... I season. watched the video back though, dude. Yeah. You 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 may have well been shooting a recurve. You you drew back <laughs> and let go like instantly. I was like, it was like snap shooting a recurve. Like, do you know how long I would have had to held to to like? I told you, like if I was playing Call of Duty with my friends back in the day when like college time or whatever, I would just like hover and never pull the trigger because I was like, no, I need to be right on the, the spot. <laughs> and then meanwhile, I'm getting shot and dying because they're just like boom headshot, boom headshot, boom headshot. I'm like, how are you guys taking headshots so quickly? What am I missing here? And here I watched Tyler done. I'm like, you, you were drew, you were drawn back for like a second. It was quick. Uh, I mean, it was like literally. I'm like, you, was that even a recurve in your hands? Like, what the? F- you, like, you're not even that okay. That was like some sniper shit. Well, well, I had like a bit of target panic going on last year. <laughs> I had to work through. Um, and believe it or not, I actually did take a. I put it on, took a breath. Like that was how I got through it. I put it on, take a breath, then squeeze the trigger, and that was like. Then you killed him. Yeah, yeah that's great. what happened. Yeah. Great shot. <laughs> great shot, dude. If yeah. they go down within 50 yards, that's incredible. I was pretty wild. I Yeah. Yes. Not to mention, it's a beautiful 10-point. <laughs> <It was> very <laughs> yeah. mysterious. Really nice buck. Congrats, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Nice Thank work. you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I uh, wanted to drive around and, like, show it off because it's been so long. And I was like, oh, Eric. You still in your truck right now? No, I oh, yeah, dropped it off to today. Off. Yeah, right. I was trying to. I was trying to come up with excuses to drive over here to like show it off. And Eric's like, "I don't think I can come outside." He's like, "Oh, you want to come on the podcast tonight? Then you don't have to drive the stuff." I'm like, "Eric, you're missing the point." Yeah, I totally missed the point. You totally missed the point. But my That's kids right. are gone. I know. Like, I, I, know. I get some it. Work stuff. I, get I had to like it. jump in on some shit. Did uh, your kids get to play around with the deer and they mess? Did. And I saw some nice. photos with the girls. They did. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So it like. It, like he died right there, and I was like, "Okay, phone, calling my wife. I'm sending everybody like you guys text messages. I'm like, load up the girls, bring them over. Like, my brother-in-law came over, and actually on Friday, so four days earlier, he shot an eight pointer out of that same stand. Cool, nice, yeah, Very yeah. Cool. So it's pretty wild. He came over. He brought his two sons, who are three and one, and like everybody walked out there and saw the deer or whatever. And then uh, my wife took all the kids back, and then we gutted it which felt like the first time again even though i don't know why it got it just yeah, if it's been a minute I it was last year i i i gutted that dough, dough last year yeah. by myself and i was like quick clean work and this one just felt like a mess <laughs> you gotta work on the ball yeah, that's different it is right it's been five years be careful with that ball yeah. work yeah very tender no it was, it was cool it's, it's always fun to share with your kids though that's awesome yeah it was cool so that was uh that was good and now we uh have got meat on the way well, Sweet. cheers! Congrats, buddy. Yeah, cheers, you. buddy. Thank you. Good, Good work. Yeah. Wait, out of all of us here, Tyler punches the tag, and I've just been dancing. The around. guy who didn't think he was going to get to hunt at all. At this. all, right? Yeah. And here we had all plan- plans full of grandeur and delight. And I was like, I'm going to go to the woods today. I got one. It's the funniest thing because out it. of out of all of us here, I am the least skilled hunter. I'm the first to punch a tag. Oh, <laughs> Doesn't appear that way. No. no. <laughs> I want to hear about Eric, though. Eric's yeah, got stories man. for days here. Sigh of despair. Your yeah. rutcation. Story what? after story, story after, after encounter. Yeah, this I guy mean, is on the, the box. The text string is long with with description and videos oh, and Long pictures. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, so Long Swanson, what, uh, <laughs> what's the 
What's the scoop? What's the story? What have you been doing with Sup? that big swinging app in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Spartan Forge shows you where the literal deer are. I don't know if you guys knew this, but oh, there's, a drone, there's a drone feature now. It <laughs> oh, okay. shows you a little deer icon. Just, That's what those deer icons. It's got drones popping out of satellites. And, no, I don't know. It's Guys, I've not been that on them. I'm just, like, the first property I was hunting, I had a spike come real close. <laughs> disagree seems like you're pretty on them <laughs> you picked the right property that's for sure you picked the right kind of cover that's for sure no no yes and no yes yes so something derek said to me really stuck with me this season mm -hmm. and uh it was it's it's not even like there's this badassery-ness -ness doesn't have to, to be it. does it have to be well no what i'm saying is like okay. it's not even that like hunt the spot because you're a badass or it's difficult or what have you like Access is a little tricky because it's water access only. Like, I have, there's no way landlocked. Um, so that's when kind of, I actually enjoy it because I really enjoy the paddle uh, in the solo canoe. Beyond that, though, I've really just been hunting the spot that you can't really set up in. And that's when, like Derek had said, like, if you can't set up in it, there's probably deer there. And it's probably, not even probably deer, but there's definitely not going to be a lot of people hunting it because it's, it's not an ideal condition to set up. Like you can't get in this beautiful tree with this beautiful backdrop with these beautiful shooting lanes. It's like thick, nasty trash. And you're like you had said, Greg, you're always, it's give and take. You're going to give something up. And so the first sit on this property, I had mentioned to you, I'm like, well, guess what? I didn't give up. I didn't give up a single centimeter iota of wind at all. Nothing was going to smell me at all, period. And they didn't, which was great. But what I did give up was a visual situation there's just not a lot of good spots to set up on this stuff and so this like, is the time of year there's no cover left i mean we've had how many windstorms rainstorms yeah, that's now true. Yep. The, the leaves are gone they're gone and and if you're hunting from the ground there's just it's so tall and nasty back there like you're eye level with these things and, and you're not even really gonna see their body like i might be lucky to see the rack so how am i going to shoot through that like you have to find some way to be elevated so like i gave up some visual and then I, you know. Before you go too far, though, yeah. what you just said, <clears throat> he didn't give up an iota of wind. Mm -hmm. We were just looking, and you showed us all the places upstairs. We were looking on Spartan Forge and where he hunted and what the wind was doing. That's the reason bit. he's had success, though, is because every time you did it, you did it where the wind is blowing into a place where the deer cannot smell you. So you've been able to get, like, four hunts out of here where you're seeing this awesome buck or multiple bucks because you're not educating them. You're making really smart choices on how you're accessing it, and you're not like first time. Oh, they all winded me, and now they're all skittish, and they're moving after dark. No, like you, you're still moving. You did that. Day. What yeah. one o'clock today was yep. the one. Yeah, that's it's, smart. And the the first one that came out, he he was a hindsight's twenty twenty. He's a pretty stupid deer, I think. He was nose the ground, grunting like a pig. Is what I've been saying because he just wouldn't stop grunting. There's not even anything does around. He's just rap, 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 rap. I'm like, what are you doing? He's just trying to make there. contact with another deer. Is all he's just doing. grunting like it was like honestly like a fucking pig. Um, so I drew back on that buck four times. I like bacon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally, let one fly 25, 25 yards through what I thought would be a decent shooting lane, and just right over his back. I don't couldn't tell you what happened. I was set at twenty five. It was 25 yards. I mechanically probably just didn't have an anchor point right, or I didn't pivot at the hips, or something Something I did didn't happen correctly, which ended up being a bit of a blessing. That buck came out at, like, 3 o'clock, 2, 3 o'clock, somewhere in there, and then this is before daylight savings, and then a couple, two hours later, at last light, 20, 30 minutes of last light, a, a big buck came out, like a really big buck. 
like 150, 160 inch buck. And I was like, oh my God. Came out right for from the same ish area the other one did. And I was like, wow, okay, here, here's something. Like this is this could be cool. Working his way towards me. I'm feeling pretty confident because I already drew back on this other guy. I'm thinking I can get away with some stuff. I slowly reach for my sight pin to make a small adjustment. And from behind a shrub or whatever those things are in this area, I don't know what plant that is. It's not red brush. Buckthorn, probably. It's not. Maybe it's buckthorn. Or it's willow. It's like those. Yeah, they like to die off real yeah. quick. And it's all, I don't know. I don't know. It could it's be willow. Like clusters you know of these things. It, it, looks like a, it looks like a willow thicket on the yeah. picture. But. So from behind there, he spots me. And he never came out from behind that. And he's within 10 yards. And he's behind this thing. And he's on my weak side of my saddle platform, which is its own unique challenge. I wasn't about to, my bow's hanging on my left side, on my strong side. I didn't want to, there's no, I had no opportunity to lift my bow over. So I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to wait till he comes to my strong side like the other buck did. And I'll have a shot at 10, 20, 25 yards. I should be great. Well, at 10 yards on my, on my weak side, he spots me through that brambly, nasty, brushy thing and doesn't move. And he just locks onto me. I could see that, you know, this white patch right here. Yeah. I could see that white patch just not moving. I'm like, that's where his eyeball Through is. the branches yes. of that shrub? Yep. And so he couldn't smell me, but he could see me. And that's what I gave up was the visual. And he didn't tail up, didn't, didn't, didn't uh, blow, just went back the other way. Like, I'm not going this direction. But the other part I'm leaving out is I was, at this point, the way I'm propped up on my saddle platform, my left leg, was like why were you why are you shaking, shaking. <laughs> why, why are you shaking what are you shaking so much? for i don't understand <laughs> i was like what, what is this what is this stop that stop that stop that it's like just shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking and like eventually the tree is shaking did a little pee come out too <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that's when he was like i'm out like, i'm out it's the two-handed bush shaker i heard stories of this sucker yeah that darn two-handed bush shaker again <sighs> Here he is shaking the trees. See, all of a sudden, snow camo doesn't sound so stupid, does it? Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, could have helped me. I had a couple of people text me like, oh, man, I saw Eric missed one, you know, or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, he had a he had a monster come out later at 10 yards. He didn't get a shot. It was like, I just omitted the the other piece of it and just told him that your leg was shaking so bad you shook the tree and the deer saw the tree moving. It does make a great story. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> this is just silly. And I've been, then I hunted it again in a different way. And I saw something sneak through some thick stuff. I had no visual confirmation what the hell that would have, could have been. And then I went out tonight on an east wind on the other side of the property and saw three different bucks. And yeah, visually, though, the first one, it came out about one o'clock. And just the way it was, I have videos I'll show you guys too. I want to show you like what happened, but mm -hmm. there's no possible way I would have known this buck was coming. It's dead silent, everything's wet, it's raining. I thought I heard something, but I'm like, well, okay, I'll pay attention, but like, okay, whatever. And then he just, boom, was there in the shooting lane on my strong side, but came from a direction that I wasn't anticipating at all and in a direction and such where he's looking at me and I'm skyline like a sore thumb. I didn't move. I didn't shake this time. I also didn't have my bow in my hand at all. So I just kind of like saw him. I kind of closed my eyes and squinted because I don't want to see whites in my eye. I don't know if that is helpful or not. <clears throat> I always do it. But... I was like, do I close my mouth? I'm like having a hard time breathing. Like, you can see my teeth. Mouth breather. I was like, what am I doing? So he just bobbed his head, bobbed his head, tried to win me. Couldn't because I didn't give up wind again. Like, I was good on scent. And then he just meandered off. And I have a video of that, him just meandering off casually, like no big deal. So he didn't 
get fully educated. To your point, Greg, he was not educated. Another buck came through the same area. Didn't pop out, though, so I caught moving, heard him grunting, popped out later. And then at that point, I texted you guys, two bucks popped out the same spot, and you're like, get down, go get sit off of that trail where they're moving through. Did that. Very quickly and efficiently, I might add. Thanks for latitude. <laughs> it was very a big quick. deal for me, guys. That's a big deal for Greg knows. Oh, yeah. My early days, that's a big deal for me. And and got on the ground, and then I heard movement, and somewhere between my new spot and my old spot, that buck came out with a doe, a big buck. Could have been the first big one I saw the first time. It was definitely not the one of the first two I'd seen that same night. It was a very large deer. Hindsight, I maybe I could have pulled off a shot, but I, I just didn't know what to do. And then he followed that doe off, and that was the end of the night for me. So I walked back to my solo canoe, paddled back, talked to a landowner in the area, and now I'm just cussing my way back home like, what do you do? And and I actually almost didn't hunt today. I've just been in my head about it. Like, I'm like, yeah, I I'm remember. Getting, I'm, I'm getting like, a little burnt out. My wife's like, and kudos to Holly, because she's like, you need to go. It's your last day of rotation. Like, why wouldn't, what are you talking about? It's you also, need to go. I'm getting really psychologically like, it's also November. All you have to do is be in the woods and like you said with yours and like it's if you can be in the woods, be in the woods. If it's for an hour, go. Just do it. Yeah. Because you never know. So Derek, you've been in, in Illinois. Let's talk about you. I wish I had some sweet encounters like that. No, I <laughs> I had uh, Adam and I went to Illinois. Adam's one of my best buddies from high school. <clears throat> and uh, we had a couple of days, four days to go hunt. Um, we were hunting a uh, public property that we hunted about five years ago, and I had gotten permission on 40 acres from a gentleman who was so gracious to give us permission. <clears throat> so we uh, we hunted the public in the morning. We each kind of had ideas where we wanted to go. We hadn't scouted it. We hadn't been there in five years, and we went in the morning, and I actually stumbled across a dead buck on my way up to my spot in the dark, which is really weird. Did you send a picture of that one? Um, yeah. I think I might have. It was uh, looked like a little year-and-a-half-year-old eight-pointer. Well, it had a four-point side, and the other side was broken. Like, and his skull, part of his skull was gone. Hmm. So I don't know if he, like, I can't imagine something fighting Car. something this big. He's on top of a huge, steep ridge. So there is a highway, but, I mean, he would have had to go yeah, maybe 500 yards up a giant ridge as possible. But the area, the immediate area was, like, all roughed up. So I don't know if he was running and, like, ran into a tree, but he obviously broke that off and <laughs> struggled <laughs> mentally. I, mean, I just can't imagine struggling going Struggling mentally. <laughs> He was struggling mentally for a while. Not part of his brain's out. I think, yeah, mentally. No, he was had a headache. <laughs> he had a headache. <laughs> Very bad one. Um, but that was weird. Uh, I scouted around the morning after hunting. I heard a deer in the dark. Didn't see anything. Um, but then I got back to my car, and I was going to go scout a different area. And I'm driving up this little dirt road that kind of goes through the middle of the property. And there's a little creek that runs alongside of it. And I'm coming up around this bank, and there's a bunch of, like, green honeysuckle yeah. in this little creek bottom. I see a doe just standing there, like 40 yards off the road. I'm like, oh, there's a doe. So I look her over, and I went up the road, and I stopped my car, and I was like, go back and look at that doe again. That's a really weird place for her to be. And this spot is between two major highways. It's real narrow, and I'm like, this seems like a spot that a buck would push a doe to keep it away from other bucks because it's a weird area. So I backed up, and I parked next to that doe, and she was still standing there. I was like, I'm going to stay here until she busts, and then I can see if something's with her. And all of a sudden, she walk, looks at me for like 30, 40 seconds, and then she trots off up the hill. And a freaking beauty 10-pointer, probably like 150-inch deer, stands up. He's laying in the green, the honeysuckle right next to her. Stands up, follows her up the hill. 
I immediately get the car moving. I'm like, yep, I'm going to go stalk these suckers. They're going to be right back there, guaranteed. So I drive up the road. I park. I see another hunter. He's coming down the road, and I explain. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go stalk a buck. I just saw him with a doe. So if, when you drive through, if you can just keep her moving, that'd be awesome. And he's like, yeah, sure, cool. And then he looks at my feet, and I'm wearing my socks. And he's like, you really are. And I was like, you know it, buddy. <laughs> sock hunter strikes the <laughs> yeah, the so- I was like, this is going to work. Illinois and socks. Pretty yes. good combo. Yes. But uh, so I started making my way down this old dirt road, trying to get closer. And I got like 90 yards away, and I could see a deer standing right where they were. And I was like, oh, they're back. But I was watching, and it was a small buck. And he was just licking. Everywhere that doe was, he was just smelling. And all of a sudden, from the hill above, where they just went, I see the big one come down with his ears pinned back, and he chases that little buck off. I'm like, perfect. They're occupied. I jump down in the creek that's along the road. So it's like eight-foot difference. And I'm in my socks. I'm walking through the water on the rocks. In your socks, walking through the water? Yeah. And I just went. Well, I've been seeing these actually really socks that are like the, ho- the yes, hollow socks. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. These are not. They were wet. <laughs> these were wet ones. There was nothing dry about. No, these but it guys. was it was perfect though because I'm like, well, he's got a buck to contest with. He's not going to leave. I just got to get close. So I walked around this hill, and then there's like a spot where a drainage comes down, and they were on the one side of it, up in the thick stuff. So I popped out under there, and I just stayed super low, and I went right up to the knob, and they were like, 15 yards over the knob. So I literally just crawled up the knob as slow as I could. And I got up against a tree and I'm peeking over and I had my bow and I was ready. I had my, you know, range of thing and I didn't see anything. So I did a couple grunts, did a snort wheeze thinking I could pull him down, but he didn't come. So I waited there for a little while longer and the little buck actually bedded right where I saw that doe. Okay. And he got up 12 yards from me, looked around and then walked off back up the drainage. I waited a little bit longer, snort wheezed again. And I was like, well, if that big buck was right here. He would come down and challenge. So he must have pushed her up the hill. So I got back down on the creek, went up the next drainage between two knobs, and I did a little calling sequence there. Nothing came down. And then I just started walking like a deer up there, shaking two-handed bush shaker. I was shaking some trees, (laughs) make it sound like a buck that was trying to encroach on there. And then I got screwed a little bit because I didn't know in that drainage there was three other does there. I had no idea. And all of a sudden one doe got up, and I'm like, there she is, but it wasn't her. Then two more does got up, and then that doe finally got up, and the buck went with her. So they went up over the hill and out of there. So you kind of had it. I was within 40 yards of them at one point. Yeah. Just never had a chance. <sighs> so tricky. Then I hunted there the next morning, saw two bucks cruising that same little ridge. I was hunting right off the road. <laughs> Explained to you, I was like 40 yards off the road. Yeah, I called you, and I could hear Semis whizzing by. Yeah, I mean, I'm off a dirt like, road between a highway. Like, it's going to run into the road and get creamed by a semi. You'd be lucky to retrieve it. But day. yeah, it's one of those overlooked spots. It's so silly. Like, there's access. There's parking down there. And then there's access trails that take you to the bigger parts. Mm-hmm. But all these deer were right in that honeysuckle, right in this little stupid spot that no one was hunting. I saw five different bucks 40 yards from the road. That's wild. None of them were giant giants. First one was the biggest, but there was a couple of nice eight pointers that would have shot. I, pa- I passed on a, I passed on a four point. Um, I like last week at some point I got on this property, hunted off the road like we I'd shared with all of you guys, and nothing happened there. I had one deer come through, and you can see on the GoPro just sneaking through thick stuff, and just went the other direction. I was like, well, I don't know what it was. I, I doubt it was anything big, to be quite frank. Yeah. But uh, then I pressed in further on the property, given the wind that I had, and. I had a four-point read the script, and I was like, man, you look like a baby. 
<laughs> I mean, you just got a baby snout, and like I wasn't trying to drag that guy out of this. I was pretty far back in the stuff. I had to hop two islands to get back there. I was like, hmm, that's not what I came back here for. And it was earlier in my rotation. I was like, I have some other properties of mine I want to get some some eyes on, and uh, yeah. So I got that one on video, and you guys were like, "Proud of you, passed." <laughs> like, yeah. So if you saw, if you went out this weekend and saw that deer, would you shoot him? What's that? If you went out again <laughs> this weekend and saw that same deer, would you shoot him? I might now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I've I've been teased by big ones now, and and you know the the point of that big one busts me through that bush or whatever. I'm the guy that always says like, "Man, eh, I give deer too much credit. They're not that fucking smart." <laughs> that one was. <laughs> and who's training these fuckers to look up? By the way, what the hell's going on? Like two deer looking up. Don't look. I talked to this property owner on the way out, and he's like, "Down Illinois, they don't look up. Up here, they fucking look up." Hundred percent true. What's that all about? <laughs> it it's just different down there. I don't know what it is. Those like, deer I, are more aggressive towards <laughs> other deer down there than they are here. Well, yeah, and they like are fibs. just, they are just, sorry, they're stupider. <laughs> they're dumber. I hunted all down there for four days. It was 75 degrees for a couple of days. I was sweating. I was gross. Not shower. Like, just never got blown at one time. Crazy. I get blown at, like, every time I'm out here. Oh, yeah. I got blown at twice in, in one day. Yeah, and it's like, and still saw it something's here, but... 400 yards away blowing at me. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, what's going on? Greg, You're welcome I, I for the get thermals. To, I want to get to what Greg's got going on, too. We do have a couple calls in, and it'd be fun to take a few. Yeah, take some calls. We got Noah, and then after Noah, we got uh, uh, someone calling. I can't. The transcription's terrible here, so. Let's bring Noah in. Let's see what Noah's got to say. Hey, Noah, you're live on the podcast. What's going on, buddy? Oh, pretty good. I wanted to let Tyler get done with his story, so I wasn't following uh, Bigfoot Dick there. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow Bigfoot Dick. That's all right. It's a good one to follow. Oh, no. So uh, I know you guys saw my post. Yes. Yep. Congrats. Congrats to you. Work. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was just like Tyler's buck there. You know, it's private land so it's kind of a boring story here but uh you know it was just an evening hunt last friday went out got up in my tower and uh actually i heard her so where my food plot set up it's actually right next to the drop off uh pretty much 50 feet straight down into uh a riverbed small stream so i actually heard her crossing that stream like just crashing on through it. I'm like, oh, that's a deer. Sure enough, she walks right up the little trail I have made out of. And she comes right out in front of the stand 20 yards, quartering away. So I just took that shot. A uh, little disappointed. She took a step right as I released, got her a little farther back than I would have liked. Uh, watch her actually walk about 50 yards up the hill and washed her bed down. So I just uh, waited for a while, watched her bleed out, and then went up and got her. Nice, man. I saw that bloody arrow in the food plot picture we were asking yeah, yeah, for. Yep, well yep, done. Yep, that was the one. <laughs> Good <laughs> work. He came through. Got, let your bow eat. Heck yeah, yeah, man. That's pretty awesome. Oh. Congrats. I was just driving you... up again. 
Yeah, I was say, you... I can get a buck this weekend. There you go. Yeah. Weather's going to be good. Yeah, both going to be good, but crap. Uh, I've been getting buck pictures on my choke cams, but it's all at night. Yeah. Plenty but... of does during the day. Just all my bucks are nocturnal right now. Yeah. I, I wouldn't totally put all the stock in that because, you know, there is a backside to your camera that isn't taking pictures during the day. And if there's Joe's moving oh, yeah, in front of sure. it, there it's very likely that the bucks are just taking yeah, a different path moving around. Through at one o'clock today. I mean, they probably were out in the morning too, but I didn't hunt in the morning. I just I saw a buck moving yesterday, <laughs> 12, one o'clock also on a different property. They're out. They're doing bucks are doing buck stuff. Oh yeah, they're, they're out and about. So definitely moving. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Greg, you seen piling up on the side of the highway on your way to work? Today? Yeah. So the, the official body count from my house to Milwaukee was nine going eastbound, and coming back was seven going westbound. They're moving, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those yep. are the ones that got killed by cars. Yeah. I actually, I actually had a question about that. You know, as uh, fellow hunters, if you guys were to hit a deer with your car, would you keep the meat? Yeah. It depends yeah. how bad I fucked it up, but yeah, I think that's pretty common. I actually know somebody, a buddy of mine, they, they actually just go around and collect roadkill. And then they do a lot of cookouts with their uh, employees. They own a company, a contracting oh. company. So they'll, they'll, they'll bag up, I don't know, a dozen deer. Because <laughs> they're driving around all the there's time. There's no shame. I mean, I've had crap years. I didn't have time to hunt when I was doing service work. I never had hardly any time. So there was years I'd get two or three roadkills and salvage yep. what I could. You know, maybe it's only half a deer. I think that's the key is, yeah. like, don't try to... If, the shoulder is completely smashed and there's bone fragments in it. Like, yeah, don't even mess with just it. Just take what you can. It's still better than nothing. Yep. And you didn't have to pay for the tag. It's not like you took that deer's life to waste the meat, like the right. deer got hit by a car. It's better to take it off the roadside so it's not rotten there and you're at least getting some use out yeah, of it. Absolutely. It's fresh. You're drying the same path every day, but yep. yeah, it's a good question. No, we got another caller behind you. I'm going to grab the next call. And all for sure, guys. Have Congrats, a good weekend. Buddy. Good yeah. luck, Good buddy. luck, Noah. Make it happen. Thanks for calling. Make it happen, Captain. Oh. Who we got next here? Uh, I think it might be Joseph. I'm not sure. You're live on the podcast. Who do we got? Well, hello there, hello there boys. It's Joe Stefan. How Joe! are you doing? Oh, Joey! <laughs> hey, no you, name. We, didn't yeah. I just talk to you on the way here? Is that why? Well, that's no. what, you know, I didn't, I, I figured I'd only be able to catch a, a hair of the podcast. I normally listen to it after, but I'm like, I figured I had to give my boy Greg some love for answering my call. So <laughs> I was helping my buddy friend, man, adjust his saddle and, you know, Greg answers the beck and call, man. I, I give him a shout and the, he responds. He's, he's always the there to help. It's so part of being a service tech, that, man. Okay, it's not their love. <laughs> did yeah. he, but did he answer the call? Tech support. How can I help? <laughs> More, more or less. <laughs> he probably was concerned there was other issues. <laughs> no, he called you back. You never know. He's a full-service kind of guy. One hundred percent, I agree with you. Problem with your saddle. Yeah, you and, and I'll give a shout out. All the worldwide listeners on the worldwide web don't know he also. I left my bino harness at Foam Fest, and he met me halfway and returned that to me. Was so, that Joe? I mean, it was. The Jones. guy's also a detective. Joe, tra he tracked, yeah, Greg tracked you down. I remember that. He did the DNA testing on the hair that you had left behind. On yeah. <laughs> you guys gave us so much yeah. damn beer at that thing, at Foam Ooh. Fest or something. Man, I just, I hate to see somebody lose an important piece of gear, especially a bino harness with, you know, 
There's a lot of stuff in there. Ladies' phone numbers in, there. in it. <laughs> I mean, there He's was got razors. razors. <laughs> He's got does in different area codes. But, you know. Oh, it was a plethora, a plethora of, a plethora of, of things. Yeah. I mean. But no identification. So Greg had to Yeah, everything but. Work. Like, there was even a certain tag in there. I'm like, hey, there's a tag in here. Maybe there's a, a name on it or a phone number. Nothing. I'm like, I all right. That I, I know who to hit up. And I did. And I. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, what color is it? Can you stand on one foot? Exactly. <laughs> can't tell me what color. No, but I hate to see a guy which lose. Way is the wind blowing? Yeah, which way is the wind blowing, bro? Um, but no, I don't I hate... know. You have my you have my wind checker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm lost without you. Well, that's funny. But at the end of the day, you hate to see a guy lose an important piece of gear. And I, at the end, I didn't work hard to pay for that. Somebody else did. Yeah, yeah. And did the right thing. It, you got to do the right thing because yep. eventually, hopefully, it'll come back and and you know, a lot help of guys you that out. Don't do the even right if thing. it doesn't, so be it. You still got to do the right yep. thing. Yep. So, Joe, how, how's your season going, buddy? Oh, I think Joe's having a great season, aren't you? Yeah, it looked pretty good from uh, what uh, I saw. Yeah, I had a little. I'm not gonna. I, I, I you know, I don't want to be long winded. I always talk smack about people get long winded, but <laughs> rut, rutcation was good in Bear Valley. We tripled up Thursday morning with my cousin from Minnesota, my dad and I. And yes. Yeah, we did good. A lot, the arrows flew true that day. So yeah. What a memory we, that we was. A day Friday. Yeah, what are the chances First that will happen? ever. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what, that, like, there's a special thing to that. When my dad and I both got bucks last year, that was, that in and of itself was special. Mm-hmm. This year that ain't happening yet. <laughs> Who knows? There's still a chance. Yeah, I know. There's still time. There's still a chance. I'm bringing up the boomstick, guys. Like it's that scene in uh, Billy Madison where he brings out the dodgeball. He's like, no, you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> you're all Like, big, let's just put big. the bow aside and bring out the boomstick. Like, don't even come within 100 yards of me or you'll kill you. And not that it matters. No, and, and that's what we, we joked, though. It was like a rifle season morning. Like, that's, that's how. That's great. I mean, I think my, buzzin, my cousin, that was a sixth. Bucky scene. Wow. And we got to finish the day with bush lights and cribbage and like an old fashioned, it felt like a rifle camp. That's how That's cool. like That's activity cool. is. pretty awesome. Those were all darn nice Hell yeah. shooter bucks, too. Yeah. Like that wasn't your forkhorn and your spike. Those things were beauties. Not that there's anything wrong with forkhorns and spikes. No, because I'm Jones. Oh, company. mine was a, and for the record, mine was a beautiful forkhorn. It was actually a five pointer and it was corkscrewed. <laughs> Nice. Very unique, beautiful, majestic creature. There you go, buddy. They all but if you are. know me, that's why I that's why I rep your gear, man. I mean, you, your hat represents ninety. Yeah, I think of I'm the wearing the hat that you got. I, you got the red shooter buck hat on, or you? I think you own that one. I think you got it. He had this. I own that had the, one. He had the leather patch hat on. I saw that one in the photo. Yeah, that's the lucky yeah. one. That's the kill hat, right? Yeah. There. I left. I left my green one in my car or my truck or both. I don't know. And. uh it's faded quite a bit, and I actually like the faded look on it. The green has like it's like this like light yellowy green now. It's kind of cool. Actually. Oh, and I gotta I gotta Vintage. thank I gotta yeah. thank Joe here. You're doing some thinking, but you deserve some thanks also. Thank you for sharing out the uh, Fred Bear drawing on the Fred Bear Archery Shooters page. Oh wow! Yeah, he just gave you a shout out like the other day. Oh, so yeah, thank you, sure, Joe. Man. I appreciate that. Hey Joe, question well, for you. Well, you keep doing good work. I. You do it yourself, man. You you created a masterpiece, and I I mean that's you. I'm just spreading the love. Thanks, brother. I'll throw it on the camera. There it is behind Greg. There, uh, Joe. Question: How how is your home life? Ooh, God, we're live on the air. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so no no pressure. Last year when we got asked that question, I was like, "Fuck, Chase." <laughs> no, it's going okay, man. <laughs> oh, good answer. Nice, 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 nice
<laughs> little reasoning there. Yeah. Good to hear. Now, November 29th, we'll hopefully have some answers, and then it'll, uh, yeah. Good. Hopefully it'll be good. It's my birthday, good so hopefully all good news. Hey, I yeah. hope so, man. We'll be praying for you. We'll be praying for you, brother. We love yeah. you, buddy. You're a good guy. Thanks for calling in. Hey, appreciate y'all. And like I said, I don't want to drag it out, so thanks for all you do. Thanks, Thank brother. You. you too, buddy. See ya. We'll see ya. Later, Joe. Look at that. I'm getting better at dropping calls at the right time. I'm like a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and drop. <laughs> it says drop. I'm, this is what I have to click. I have to click the word drop. It makes me feel guilty every time I do it. Drop. It's an interesting perspective sitting over here watching you work your magic. You're like drop call, switch the camera, adjust the volume. It is like a DJ. Tyler's talking. Put the camera, camera on Tyler. One. <laughs> camera no. two. Hey, camera it, to one. his credit, it's twice as hard because he's not only fumbling with audio. Fumbling the video, coming up with savvy things to talk know, about, right? Bigfoot's dick. I mean, I this is not easy. Yeah. This is not child's play. No, this is not. <laughs> okay. So I'm in the stand, and I'm just, content just flowing to me, right? Like, I'm just like, oh, content. I'm content. a content savant right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. How so many minutes of his hunt is he not on his phone uh, watching for deer? There's something. Content, content, content. So here's you, you have busted him, and I have busted him. Put your phone down. <laughs> I'm texting you, too. I'm like, stop texting me, guys. Yeah. I'm in my ham off. I'm like, <laughs> pull it out. Get down from your stand and make a move. Son of a bitch. Greg, I don't have time for that shit right now. I got an hour off. Yes, you have time. Put it back in there. Do it right now. You need to move, Derek. Get twenty yards off that path. So two of us telling him to move, and he moves. I didn't hesitate. I was like, all right. Both of them said the same damn thing. I'm, I'm making a move. So I did it. But I'm like, I'm like, we are influencers without being influencers. We're just not social media. No, we're just Clark influencers. Let's they're like talking on a sidebar conversation. Let's tell Clark to get down from the fucking tree. See how this quick, for go me. to Quick Trip. Quick. Get a cinnamon <laughs> player. It's going to work. <laughs> when I came to advice, you notice how I suddenly got quiet on that group conversation there. I was like, I'm just going to shut up and listen. Guys, I feel like, I feel like I'm uh, getting there, though. You know, I really do. You're you putting are. yourself in the like right you places. You're picking are, good dude. properties. That's, that's, you can't kill deer without finding places that have deer. So you're doing good. Get myself close. Get yourself just, in. But there. I talked to Derek. I'm like, would you have taken that shot? And he's like, mm, probably. And I actually probably could have taken a shot from the ground at that big one from where it would have been 30 <coughs> yards. I just, you know. The, I'm just more morally in the dumps than you. So I'm more I willing just, to just be like, pray to God, it. this is. <laughs> I, but, I, but I did for a second. I adjusted myself into 40. I was, four, I was like, 40. I was like, let's go. And I was like, hold on. I don't know that this is 40. I don't know what the f I'm dealing with. And I could have just ranged him. And I just didn't. I was like, what am I? I could have. And now, now, now what's going to haunt me is I could have made the shot. But no, you did it right. You took, you didn't take a shot that you weren't comfortable with. Two times. Because, dude, if you would have taken the shot and you didn't know the yardage and you made a big mistake, you would be way worse. Well, if worse I would have said the 40 and he was at 30, now. I would have just whipped over his back and lost an arrow. Hey, what if sure. you would have spined him or stuck it high in the shoulder blade and you know that deer's running around with your arrow in him? Yeah. That's a terrible Or feeling. in the guts for yeah, that that's true. I've not had to make a like, weird call. Don't take the shot if yep. you don't feel comfortable. So that, that, I guess ethics are on my side. Gut shots don't leave great blood trails. No, they suck. And then on top of it, it was raining. Uh, yes. Yeah. That, that you was find some green bile. You got green too. bile falling over green foliage, and it's wet. Yeah. If it were dry foliage, it would. You know, you could hit it with a, a flashlight and see a little flash, mm -hmm. a little shine off of anything wet. But you're screwed on a rainy day. 
So yeah. Yeah. you did yeah, the right, right thing. The shot picking is like, so I'll bring up like when we were in Illinois, uh, my good buddy, Adam, one of my best friends from high school, he ended up shooting his best bow buck ever the first night down there. Yep. We hunted the public in the morning and then we went and scouted this little 40 acres we'd not seen before. It's got a field on like the east side. It was like cut beans. And then there was a creek bottom with woods. And we didn't want to go in there and mess everything up the first day. So we kind of scouted the field edge. I found a scrape on the north side. And I was like, oh, this could be kind of cool. Throw a decoy out. There's actually more hills in it. So there's like a valley in the middle. So I was going to hunt on the north side with my decoy. I just set up in a fence line. Like we cut some brush and I just sat on the ground in the fence line because the way the wind was, I had to like, couldn't be in a tree. And then Adam, we found a spot where there's a whole bunch of trails coming on the southern edge. And I was like, dude, I think this will work. You throw your decoy out here. Anything that comes out should come around by you. And he had a really nice buck come out. And he did two really good things with his shot decision. Um, one of them we talked about beforehand. but like You can talk about now because no one knows. Yeah, so he, he had gone back and forth to his decoy from his stand to the decoy. And he had crossed this one trail. And the trail was only five yards in front of him. So we didn't really expect the deer to be on that. He thought they were going to be out in the field or checking out the decoy. So he'd walked across it a couple times. And I, that's something to note. Like, it's probably not that important this time of year. But, like, earlier in the season, where you leave your scent, like, you need to be able to shoot to. So, like, if you're going to cross a deer trail, cross it in a place you know you can shoot to. Because if a deer smells it and stops, you need to be ready to shoot. Like, if you cross it in a place that's in a thicket, behind a tree and you can't shoot to it they're gonna bust without you ever getting and, a chance and i know you're going somewhere with this but i'll just add that like that's been one thing to all y'all's points i've not mucked up areas with sense yes smart and that's been to my advantage which is access is key so that's like the give and take though like ooh, do i want to keep scouting or do i just want to set up here because i don't want to lay down scent mm-hmm. it's a hard choice to make when it you're is. in public land for the first time and it's in hard season. to know whether to like keep going a little bit and look for the next best. Like, yep. do I risk going in 30 yards further and leaving my set? But if it doesn't look good, I need to come back. Like, am I going to, yep. I always think about like, yeah, that's, that's, those are really hard choices. Yep. So he had, he had <laughs> thought about his scent trail, but didn't really think a deer was going to come that close because the trail's right in front of him. He's like the first tree to this trail, five yards. And the buck came out, never came into the field, stopped before like the little fence on the edge of the field. And then got curious and started circling the decoy like we thought he would. But in our heads, he was in the field. Well, he's on the trail and he's going to hit Adam's scent. And the trail comes straight toward his stand and then the fence turns. But when it turns, it's at like six yards. So he drew his bow super early. And the deer was like 60 yards out and just kind of rested his cam on his knee so his arm wouldn't get tired and just waited. So he had like premeditated, thought about all this because the buck is coming toward him. Can't draw when he's coming towards you. Good job, Adam. Yep, and then the buck is about to turn the corner, and Adam's like, man, when he's broadside, he's going to be on my scent. And, like, there's a big deer. It's a four-year-old, five-year-old buck. So he's like, what's he going to do? I'm not going to gamble. Like, he decided in his head, I'm going to take him quartering two, which is a, a tough risky shot, shot to Can take. I've never taken But he's shooting heavy arrows, 580-grain yep. arrows. Okay. It'll whistle right blade broadhead. Yep. And yep. it's sick five yards. So he's like, I'm, I'm going to do it. So he mentally right decided he never stopped the deer, which is super smart when a deer's close, especially on alert looking at a decoy. You don't want to stop. Like, he's going to spook here or something above him. So he just waited for him to get there. Put the pin. This is the second part of the story I wanted to mention. If people have not practiced or taken a shot at a close deer from an upward That's angle. Super different. What do you do? Where do you aim? Lower. Yeah, you Way aim. low. Yep. Right? You got to aim almost underneath the deer. So I had told Adam that a while back, and he started practicing all the time. Just in case, mm-hmm. he 
He said he was holding we take a under shot like that at some of the three archery. <clears throat> yeah, we've he done. was holding under the deer's belly, just under the belly. Hit it high shoulder blade. And it That's crazy. Fell to the ground. Did a crazy roar sound. I'm not going to recreate it because it did a really bad job. <laughs> 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 but like it fell to the ground from that shoulder blade getting hit vertically. Took off with the arrow in it, and he was instantly worried. I was worried too because the first text he sent was, "Just hit one," and I was like, "Ooh." When people say they hit one, like. That usually means not good. I didn't get them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you say, you. I shot one, I got one. Good hit. He said, I hit one. And yeah. I was like, oh no, like that's not good. He explained the shot and I was like, how much penetration? He's like, oh, I think like eight or 10 inches. I was like, okay. that's good. The arrow's in them. That's a heavy arrow. Every time that shoulder though. blade yeah. moves, that head is doing work. That's the good thing about a fixed blade, right? Is mm-hmm. the blade is always out. Expandables, they fold back up, blah, blah, blah. But uh, we left him overnight. We left him till like 10 in the morning, went in there. He went 130 yards. 130 yards Perfect is, a good, shot. is a good distance. Found him. Little tiny, tiny, tiny bits of blood. I'm surprised we found any. because High shoulder shot. blade shot. Like, you're not going to. Not a lot of coming out of that cavity. Though. No, especially because it's through the bone, mm-hmm. through the scapula. Like, blood's not coming out of there. No. But he ran in and hit honeysuckle. Where did what? it come out? It, it didn't. No exit. Oh, no, no exit. So he had no drain hole in the bottom. No. That's why yeah, we figured yeah. no blood. So he ran under honeysuckle, but that arrow was sticking out of him. And you could see where the arrow broke off. He hit that honeysuckle, and there was blood splattered. So, like, I think that torqued it. It levered. It did some. It levered and ripped. The buck buck didn't go far. He went straight line, but I think he did intentionally. Like, he laid down and then died in his bed. Because he was on this little knob overlooking his back trail. I was like, well, he intentionally laid. Like, he didn't just, like, run and die. He laid here. He was hurting. And then... Past, but he was stone stiff. Cold if you would have chased him. You would have. Well, yeah. There's no way because we figured one lung, one lung, probably. You give me one lung, I'll die right there. <laughs> <laughs> True that. I give up. I give up. Just come put it in my head. Let's go. I'm done. Yeah. So like in hindsight, he did an awesome job. I was really yeah. impressed, like how he thought through the whole shot. I was yep. like, shit, man, you're no, you doing the right stuff. Crazy. Congrats, to Adam. Yes. Congrats. Lots Congrats. of lots of thoughts going into this kind of stuff. This is not like. I know we're the OKS Hunter podcast, but we try pretty fucking hard. We try. And, and I tried the hardest, and I, what dude, I, dude, I'm the king of the red zone, guys. I good. can't get in the end zone. I just can't seem to break through. And I, maybe I could have. I bet you if someone else is in my shoes, they probably could have killed something. Is how I think it's about your it. shoes. It doesn't matter, though. Like you're figuring it's your out journey. It's your else, thing. But I mean, if someone's else, like literally in the shoes, in the stands at the times, I think someone else may have been able to kill it. I don't know. But if you were, them, but if you were in, but I'm learning. I'm learning. My, my encounter with my big one. If you were in that stand, being right-handed, you would have killed that deer. Sure, six Maybe. yards guaranteed. Maybe. If you were in my shoes, you would have killed it. It's just you just beat yourself up. My wife has been my biggest. I, I'm shocked though that Holly's like you need to go. I was going to give her a day today. Do you know why? Because you're going to be moping around her. the house. But I told her, I was like, it's, I'm going to give you like a day. Kid. I got That's work exactly to do. It. I'll catch up on work. I've been off for a week. Like, let me get a head start on tomorrow. And why don't you take I'm gonna, a day? I'm going to take credit for you for her doing that. Because Is that I, when you I commented, commented on Facebook? I was like, let, let, let that dog hunt. You know, you don't <laughs> so want that it. Was you're, you're, to Holly's, yeah, you're welcome there. <laughs> you I texted her. her after. I was like, please, let him go. <laughs> Who we got? She, I, but I was like, I'm getting psychologically a little whooped by these deer right you, now. You can. It's it's, it's like, real. It's yeah. weird that I'm getting that way. I'm worried about you sleeping the next few days because you're going to replay that big buck over and over and over again. But now I know the property a little better. That's, I had 
One, two. You want to say it or five you? buck encounters? You, you can. Five, five. That's a <clears throat> fucking lot. Wait, he can say it or I can say it. Like you know what? This year, so you better capitalize on it because it could totally change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's totally it's this year. Change. It's right. it's now. It's happening it's this now. week. It's not going to be this it's way. It's not going to be next year. Promise. You're going to go. Oh You're yeah, right. I can go back to that spot. And you know what? Someone's going to see something or whatever, and they're going to go. That's where he got it, and then there's going to be ten guys in there. It'll be may the people best, are may already the best at, man win. People are already on Spartan Forge right now. Based <laughs> on what you said, going oh shit, <laughs> you can't tell me nobody's one, looking for one, two I, highways on an Illinois public property. Going oh, where's that? At? I know one guy that's on the property I'm hunting, and he he knows what's going on back there. He knows it better than I do. He knows the property better than I do. Maybe I have some intel he doesn't. I don't know, but we got another caller. You're live, you're live on the show. You got a story for us? Oh, yeah. Hey, fellas. How's hey. it going on? Howdy. Who do we got? This is Jordan. What's going on, Jordan? I'm actually, I'm, I'm local to your guys' area. I, I actually do some hunting over in the, uh, the Oconomowoc area. You're not the guy who ran into the bull launch, are you? <laughs> no. no <laughs> I, I forgot, I forgot his name. In, uh, <laughs> in the hunting woods before. That's good. But I do I do have a story, and I'd, I'd love to hear you guys' input on this. But Heck yeah, let her rip. Uh, first thing, have you guys ever had a, a dog tracker, you know, track your, your deer before? Not yet. Never have. I've I, never personally had one. But I, hear good, I hear great things. Uh, my buddy Adam that we were just talking about has had two of his deer tracked. I was with on one of them. In both instances, the both. dog never found the deer. <laughs> we found the deer, <laughs> but the dog did not find the deer. In both those dogs cases. are pretty good, though. A lot of times, yeah, the so the dog didn't good. find the deer, but he ended up finding the deer. Yeah, we found the deer. The tracker found okay. it the first time, and then the second time, my buddy found it because the guy was going the wrong direction. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's kind of where my story's at. So I was, uh, I was taking my. Uh, my rutcation, the the first, second, and the third, and then the fourth, fifth, and the sixth. And uh, I was going up north to a spot where, you know, a couple of me and my buddies and this family go for gun season, you know, traditionally every year. And uh, the last couple of years, we've been going up there and getting on some pretty good bucks. And I just, you know, like getting away from all the pressure in the local area. And there's just a lot more deer density up there. So, after, uh, you know, several weeks of trying to convince my best friend to get up north with me, I just, you know, well, I'm going to go up there by myself. And, uh, well, hunted uh, Wednesday evening, Thursday morning, you know, saw some deer, some small bucks, uh, pushing some does around, nothing that I was necessarily going to shoot. Um, and then uh, Thursday evening hunted, Friday morning hunted. And uh, Friday evening is when I had an opportunity at this buck. And uh, it was uh, it was coming right around the creek bottom. It was kind of an S-curve creek, and I was sitting right along the back side of the creek, so my wind was going across the creek. And uh, it, was a, it was a decent rack, like seven, eight-pointer, I thought. And uh, as it's coming around the, the creek corner, it, uh, it bends down and starts rubbing on a tree. At this point, I had already ranged all the areas. I knew it was about 22, 23 yards. And uh, I'm drawn back at this at this point. And uh, he takes about two more steps and 
I figured I had a good shot on him. He was quartering to me pretty sharp, but I just, I felt I'd taken this shot hundreds of times. I can, I can drill this. And, uh, so I sent the shot and, you know, and that those two seconds, everything just happened so fast. And, uh, so the deer doesn't even realize it was, it was hit, but I heard the diaphragm pop. What, what broadheads are you shooting? What's your, what's your, uh, arrow weight? I'm shooting, that? I'm shooting, the, I'm shooting the fixed, a fixed blade. It's just a 125 grain. Uh, I can't remember what the actual blade is, but it's by, uh, NAP. Okay. We've heard product. about that kind it's of a, the reason I asked because we've heard about that situation before where the deer have been shot and they don't realize it because they're so fucking sharp. And another quick right. question with the sharp quartering to angle, were you holding yep. behind the shoulder or just in front of the shoulder? I would say I was, I was aiming just behind the shoulder, just about as tight as you could. Did you get where you were probably aiming? Probably given it an inch behind. Okay. And, uh, well, you know, the deer was coming in closer to me and I, I was kind of nervous that if I didn't shoot now, it would have got so close, it could have picked me out of the tree. And uh, so well, I shot, I heard a pretty solid diaphragm pop, passed through, and uh, the deer literally ran right to five yards in front of my stand. And I probably, you know, could count to seven Mississippi. And at that point, I'm, I'm trying to knock another arrow because this deer is standing right in front of me. Mm-hmm. But he changed the side, changed direction. So the side that I had shot into, I couldn't see because that side was away from me. So I didn't have an idea for how good my shot was. So I knock up another arrow. And at that point, he sees me draw back. But he catches a whiff of my uh, scent wick. And he stops right by it. And he smells it. And uh, he leaps off about know, two or three more times man this smells good <laughs> he, that's some, <laughs> is that a hot dog he, 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 he leaps out to about 30 yards and i i just was like i'm gonna send another shot at this deer and i sent it right underneath his belly and it kind of spooked him enough to where it maybe gave him a little little jolt to energy but it wasn't like he was uh it almost didn't seem like he was phased by the shot and it almost didn't seem like he was in a complete panic either. So I just kind of assumed, you know, because the deer are rutting right now that it was just more so the, t- the testosterone or the rut taking over. And, uh, well, it was about five fifteen when this all happened and, you know, it gets dark at about six or six just Pre- after that. Yeah. So, before daylight savings. Cor- correct. So I, I was up there by myself. I didn't want to push it. So I'd seen the deer run off about a hundred yards. And after that, I lost it. And, you know, I'm looking down from my tree stand and sure shit, I can see a couple of drops of blood from my tree stand. So I was pretty confident. All right. We have, we have, got, we have blood, but I'm still by myself. I don't want to push it. And, uh, well, I didn't hear the deer crash at all. So I back out and, uh, well, it was either last year or the year before that. My best friend who I'd hunt with up there regularly, uh, we had a, a guy that uh, apparently had a reputation for, uh, you know, some of his dogs and tracking deer. So we had called him up, you know, a couple of years back and had him try finding this deer in, in which the dog tracked it across the creek and we couldn't follow it any longer because it was private property. 
and well so called him up and he was more than happy to come on out and track my deer for me and uh well you know i took him to the spot of the shot the next day you know sorry is this the yep, next day yep, the next okay. morning okay. The, the next morning exactly so i didn't even track that deer the night before but Good. maybe 25 yards and uh yeah the next morning you know it was well below freezing i think it got to like 28 degrees it was really frosty that next morning so i wasn't really concerned about the meat going bad or anything like that um but yeah took the deer the dog tracker out to the spot where i shot at the deer and you know took him through the whole scenario and uh well there was blood for you know a good 100 yards we were following but it wasn't a lot and uh well the dog was tracking it for a while and then we got to about 100 150 yards into the track and the dog wanted to go and cross the creek and uh the guy was telling me he was like you know my dog's giving me all the signs that this deer's dead but it's across the creek and if we can't get permission you know my hands are pretty much tied at this point so you know completely understood at that point um i had already made contact with the landowner two times although the chunk of 40 that we suspected this buck to be on was actually just sold and we couldn't get that guy's phone number. So I started to become pretty nervous that I wasn't going to get access to the private property to at least, you know, try to search a little bit more. So the dog tracker was confident that this deer was dead. Who's but at that real, point, who's the realtor? I was like, all right, man, I can't, I can't let you, you know, just sit here all day. And he had some other deer to track. So, you know, I paid him his fee. And then uh, he went on with his day. <laughs> Before he left, you know, he's a pretty cool dude. Um, and, you know, we were just kind of talking about hunting and stuff. And I was like, man, like, I've been out here for four days, you know, hunting sun up to sundown. I was like, I'm about ready to call it quits and just go home. He goes, I don't know, man. Why don't you just, you know, take a nap and go out the next day or go out later today? So I drove around the block. And I saw a whole bunch of deer in the fields, which kind of gave me the confidence that, well, if these deer are out in the cornfield is at 11 a.m., that, you know, if I get back in the woods, there's a good chance that I'll run into something else. So I went back to that same exact stand where I shot the deer. And, you know, I had very minimal confidence because me and this guy were just chit-chatting the whole time when we were tracking this deer. And his dog was all back through the bedding. So I went and sat my stand for an hour and uh, I just decided, all right, I'm going to sit there for an hour over lunchtime, see what I see. If I get lucky, great. And I decided, all right, I'm going to take my stand down at one o'clock and I'm just going to, I'm just going to poke around in that bedding area and see what I can learn about like how to set up on that better because I saw a lot of deer using it, moving back and forth between it. And uh, so I get to this point where I'm sitting right where the dog had last given a strong indicator that this deer was here. But the deer, or the dog had taken us off on a 45 to the right. And I'm sitting there squatting down on my knees, kind of, you know, looking at deer level, where this deer could have traveled if he went off on that 45 to the right. And I began to think that if that deer would have went through that path, he would have made a hell of a lot of noise crashing through trees and stuff. 
And as I'm kind of just surveying back and forth, just thinking about, you know, what the hell a deer would do, I could kind of see a 45 degree off to my left and uh, kind of a tunnel path between some, you know, red, red brush thorns. And uh, so I kind of peek my way through there about 10 steps and I can see blood on the roots on the ground. And I'm like absolutely ecstatic at this point because I knew the dog didn't even look this direction. And we were about 25 to 30 yards off with this dog. So I poke through about 10 more steps and I can see there's an opening, nice 30 yard gap of like CRP grass in between all these red brush thorn, you know, thickets. And sure enough, there he is laying there dead in a patch of grass. And I was That's like, awesome. absolutely, so there's no absolutely question. thrilled there's no that question I found here. that buck, you know, after Holy the shit. dog so tracker had so told found, me so that found the deer. it was dead. Yeah, but we thought it was on the opposite side of the creek. That was a hell of a setup, man. I thought for sure you're like, hold on, guys. What do I need to do with this dog tracking <laughs> business? You found him? <laughs> Where did you end up Yeah, I them? found him without the guy. It was literally... As the crow flies, like with my Onyx map, I tracked the exact path that dog was on. And then from where I found the deer laying, it was 25 yards away. Can you and, send us a photo know. of this deer? Do you, have you tagged us in this already? Uh, no, no. I, I posted it on my socials, but I'll send you guys an Instagram. I would love to see. We would love to yeah, see. Where did you end up hitting it. it? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a terrible shot, and honestly, it was it was pretty much how I had reiterated it, you know, to anybody that that night. It was literally about two inches behind the uh, the shoulder, and it hit one liver, and it went through some guts, but it was a fixed blade broadhead, so it didn't really open them up all that much, mm -hmm. you know. So one side was kind of clotted up with a chunk of fat, but. Uh, he died that night, and he was crashed up in all the the CRP grass. Yeah, it wasn't man. like Good he bedded you. down. Grass man. The whole freaking yeah, journey was, of the uh, story. I'm like, he didn't get the deer. You got the deer. You got the buck, man. That's Good awesome. For you. I think that's, that's a hard shot. I I I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't. I have not taken that shot hundreds of times, like you had indicated. I would be very concerned if I took that shot. I've killed three deer with that shot. Oh, I didn't take I didn't take the quartering two shot a hundred of times. I've taken a twenty two yard or twenty three yard shot hundreds of times. So you felt confident where you could but, place the arrow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, as the deer was kind of moving through, it was you know kind of he was like S curving. So there was a moment where, as he was hard quartering two, he was getting closer to me and kind of opening up. But then as he would get closer to me. You have to get more straight yeah. back on. Yeah. Yeah, the, the deer I saw yeah, tonight, so... that would have been a recording two shot hard at 20 yards if I would have been able to be drawn at him. And that would have been, I would have like, well, what do I do? What do I even freaking aim at that? The chest <laughs> or the gut? Like, it's just a. Yeah, no, I yeah, mean. Tricky. But I'm shooting, I'm shooting, what, 500 some grains? To, I hate to say it, but sometimes you got to take the shots to know what you can what you can get away with and yeah yeah it wasn't uh wasn't a monster buck by any means and it was definitely a, a nice clean rack seven pointer cool. and uh i mean it was just you never need amazing. dude if you're on our podcast you never need to justify shit <laughs> let me tell you right oh now. no 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 i'm not justifying it i think it's an awesome deer and it looks just great um 
the takeaway yeah, no, the, the story just tops it off yeah good for you man. yeah great job to consider you know consistently I mean, but the dog following you a little it. bit because at that point you're like thinking that this is the last spot where the dog had had a here's signal. here's what helped jordan the most though and i think this should be a takeaway anyone listening if you make any other shot other than a double lung and watch that deer run off almost dying as it goes Give the deer time because everyone knows we that. Talked about this last everyone that knows one. that, but mm-hmm. do you know how many people I know who personally are like, "Yeah, I hit a little far back, but we're gonna go in two hours." Don't do that. Jordan mm-hmm. did it right. He left it overnight. That's why the deer was and only one hundred twenty yards. You but you know what? If it's dead, it's if dead. you don't leave them, You're done. it becomes way way harder. Six hours liver shot minimum. Six how far hours. did this guy go, Greg? Um. As 180, flies, 80 yards, I think, right? Yeah, it was about 80 yards, I believe, because I ran it on the tracker. Pretty weird. We got a shirt that says, as the crow flies. But, <laughs> I'm just saying. And, <laughs> and, and it across the river, even. And, yeah. the, and the river is yeah, 20 yards fucking, wide. Yeah, that's a fucking... Because you cross the river. And I tell there. you what, you guys ever uh, try loading up a buck in the back of your pickup truck by yourself? That's fun. Yeah, it's a well, blast. I'm almost a, that's, uh, a vehicle, a car. It's a great... It's a great problem to have, Jordan. It is, yeah. yeah it's almost the right I, uh, I would rather complain about uh, worse things. I come yeah, to realize, so. <laughs> What's the quote I come to realize why they invented those little uh, those little uh, attachments for your hitch with those little deer beds <laughs> that were all exactly. put off the ground. What's Makes that? it much easier. <laughs> you got it, buddy. I'm thinking of a wedding crash. Oh, my God. A wedding I, must oh, have, I must have had, what, 13 ticks on me after I got that deer <laughs> oh, in my oh, truck. Yeah. Good job. Give him a good bear hug. <laughs> that was a learning lesson and an okayest hunter moment, so... There you go, buddy. Why don't you try to get jacked off on the table and talk about me some real problems? <laughs> Team player. Hey, congratulations, man. That's an awesome story. That's an awesome story. Way to stay after it. Don't give up on the Good blood trail. You. Good for you. Good job. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, man. no, I'm All glad right. that uh, I'm glad that I could uh, share it with you guys. Like I said, I've been listening to you guys for a long time and. Cool. I was like, heck, I gotta call in sometime. Hell buddy. yeah! Here's a good worthy story for that. So, thanks again, guys. Have a good night. Thank yeah, you. good luck thanks. this gun season, bud. Con native. Thank you, buddy. See ya. Appreciate it, See you guys. Look at that. I don't know if that noise was at the end there. Hmm. Kid, maybe. Kid. Cat. Animal toys. Man, that's <laughs> cool though. When you're like, you know, that just that's the story of deer hunting. You're down in the dumps. And then you keep going and you just... that, was like, that was a very depressing story with a magnificent ending. I thought it was going he a totally told it, different story. Well because he had us all just oh, I was great story teller. I was like, Can you just rip the bandit off already, please? <laughs> get to the end here. Tell me you didn't time I thought it was so let's look at this real quick because uh what I'm holding up here for those that can't see, this is a blaze orange. Shooter buck hat right here. This is the okay thing to look on a blaze orange hat. Gun season is one week away here in Wisconsin. It is. I'm bringing the boomstick to the woods, boys. In one week. Let's fucking go on that. We got shooter buck blend coffee here. That's exciting. Let's we go. just launched a coffee. It's a Me Too movement. Okay, everyone's got coffee. But, like, we got we got Argron's coffee that's brewing this for us, and he's incredible. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. We got the Swamp Donkey Dark Roast Blend hitting the store soon. Soon, very soon. That I'm one is good. I'm trying to turn it into commercial, but like I've tried both and they're delicious. And I'm a coffee snob. I am a snob. I really am. You I'm a too. coffee snob. I, I am too. Yeah, I, yeah, we both Tyler are. and I are both yeah. snobs. Which is why we've been we've been flirting with coffee for like a year. 
at least. We've been trying to figure out who can do this for us. How can we do it right? A couple of Maxwell House bitches over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Folgers in a, your <laughs> cup. <laughs> Folgers in our cups. Yeah. 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 I'm not opposed to Folgers. I'll drink it. I'm just drinking with the pinky up. Yeah. It'll yeah. get you. It'll Touch get you. That it'll get down, you son. awake. <laughs> Yeah, it'll get put you a little like, lead in your pencil. It will. It will put your some... dicks in number two. <laughs> what, what do I say? What do I say? In the... Guaranteed to get things moving in the morning. Get her moving. And then we're not talking about the deer. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the co- the coffee's good. What I'm hoping for here, and I hope people are listening, is I'm hoping for like people to buy this and give us a five star rating, but say it only tastes okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone please do it tonight. I want dare the five you. star. You're one star. But I want the okayest. Like I want to be like, oh yeah, five stars, but it's only okay. This is the most okayest. Ideally, <laughs> what we're trying, what Tyler and I are trying to figure out, by the way, is how we sell this with a roll of toilet paper. What Eric is trying to figure out is how we sell it with a roll of toilet paper. I want to sell this Dude, coffee with toilet paper. It's a good thing you're not doing it like during COVID, because COVID pricing. Oh, on that toilet paper, fucked us. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The first time like, when you sent this, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, first drink coffee. Is that like first hunt, like first set hunting? <laughs> and then I saw that then this is at the bottom. I was like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, first drink the coffee. Then, I don't know. First drink coffee. Like, you only drink it the first time. Yeah. You know? Once is enough. Just give it to somebody else. Yeah, here you go. Have this. Derek, Derek is a bit of a designer as an art teacher. Dude, I'm making this shit up as I go. Dude, I'm you're good at it. I have no clue what I'm doing. You I'm have like, an imagination. That's like, half We need to make a label. I was like, Okay, Done. let's make a label. I, there like, it is. I'm like, we need to make a label. And by by me sending a text to Eric saying that, I'm saying, Eric, I need you to make a label because you know I can only draw in stick figure fashion here. <laughs> Which may well work, to be quite frank. But I was like, I feel like it needs something more. I should probably say something like, first drink coffee, then go hunting. And by the way, it's not a blend. It's just light roast. Blend is a term that I thought would make sense. And the coffee roaster, Ed's like, bro, it's just light roast and dark roast. It's not a blend blend technically i was like oh cool so i miss marketing good for me <laughs> you're a damn liar because <laughs> a I blend will, would indicate that it has several types of beans i will say we've done ourselves a good favor of uh you know our brand identity being the okayest it's like it's okay to half-ass some stuff <laughs> no one's expecting too much yeah, keith keith who thanks keith is a good guy I had uh beers with keith uh, a week or two ago um dude wipes I don't, dude wipes are pretty expensive. So at this point, I'm actually like, here's my next dumbass idea. Can we make deer camp wipes? And, and here's what dude wipes have sold. Dude yeah. wipes has sold the fact that you can have wet wipes for your anus while you're pooping that will go down the toilet. Cool dude wipes. I want the ones that can go into nature. Biodegradable. I want biodegradable. Yes. I want dude wipes. But for the deer Dude, they already make those. They're I want deerwood wipes. They're, they're called true. oak leaves. There we go. I've used plenty in my day. So I know how to do the photo shoot now. I need to go get some leaves. They get a little crumbly this time you of year. You want to do it, your, de- your business in the morning while they're still dewy. <laughs> once they dry out, no, no they good. just crumble in your hands. No bueno. Uh, that's, that's poop. That's poop in my fingernails. That's, that's shit. <laughs> I've wiped enough diapers. A little diapers. scratchy later there. You, know, yeah. you know what doesn't scare me anymore is poop. Dog shit. I was raking leaves for three days straight. I got dog shit on my ankles. Get a love autumn dog shit. I was putting leaves on the bags. Good. Poop on my head. I'm like. Are you wearing gloves? No. 
No, just poop on my hands. It's poop <laughs> on my hands. It's your first time begging leaves in Oconomowoc here, man. Yeah, poop on my you, hands. You had a photo. Well, I saw a photo of your yard. It was like 87 <laughs> bags of leaves. Oh, we're on the same I point. I was like, my God. I'm at like definitely close to 100 leaves. Yeah, you guys don't yes. have to bag your leaves, Hell do you? No. Just put them out the curb. That, like that was like the determining factor. Do I move or I move? <laughs> or, or move here? Because Tyler would I like move this right town. now. I, would I really like this yeah. town. But. That is like one of the things that pisses me so off. So dumb. Why would you not have let's, a yard waste site? Let's Why would you not leaves. provide yeah. a service? You you guys pay a shit ton but of I taxes found out here. You can call a landscape company. They'll come. They'll come pick them up for you. For. But you know, you pay, what's your taxes? Because you got to pay for the truck maintenance, as Matt has you, has pointed out. I'll Still, pay those. You taxes. pay a lot of taxes. Here. here you go. Take yeah, my money. Don't we give, pay a shit don't ton give taxes me, here. Don't give me the facts, Matt. All right, I want to complain. Okay, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Here. I want to complain about the fact that I have. Bag how much am I? How much you pay for those fucking bags and your time? You got to go to True Value and get the or, True Value or Ace. It doesn't matter. It's bullshit. Three bucks a bag. Three bucks Bullshit. for real? Not a bag yes. for for a bundle of bags. Oh, sorry, three bucks for five. Yeah, it's still bullshit. It's still but 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 when you need a hundred of them, I was angry. It's a with problem. You, three bucks a bag. you know, <laughs> all that money you could spend, you could save it up and buy a My trailer. My time is worth buy money. Buy a trailer. Thing I have. A it just with. fill a fucking trailer and just take a ride around town. You know, you know what happens to the leaves? Open top I can't help it. My neighbor has told me I can I can tarp them and drag them across and lay them in the woods. So all the neighbors that live on the opposite side of the street of me, they can do that, and I can't. This is a now I can't. Of, except sorry. by that point, I'm walking up a hill, times two, uphill I, both ways. Uphills both My. ways. Oh, bare feet in a snowstorm. That's right. So one year I was doing that. I, I did that. I was like, you know, neighbor, I'll take you up on that offer. I'll bag them onto a tarp. I will in a snowstorm in my socks. And <laughs> then, <laughs> and then, guess what I saw? A shooter buck. I'm literally dumping leaves. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's a fucking buck right there. You know what, Leaves? I hate you. <laughs> I always thought... So I remember my sales manager when I was in sales like a decade ago. I was like, I would love home ownership. I love cutting my grass. I love raking leaves. Like, that's something I want to do. I'm proud. This is the American dream. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to live that life. You, 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 you go live in your condo, Mr. Sales Manager. I'm going to buy a house. Fuck my life. No, dude. Part. No, but that's like <laughs> along with mowing your lawn and doing. I forgot least, about the rug. Bitching about owning a house is part of owning a house. That's one of the. That's, <laughs> yeah, one, that's, of the true. that's one of the rights of passage. Oh, the damn furnace and the dishwashers. <laughs> oh god. I got a problem with gutters right now. The damn gutters. Well, my forgot shower to is open leaking. the garage door and Did hit the garage shower door. Is leaking. Did you see the PVC attachment for the leaf blower for cleaning your gutters out? I saw the other day. What are you talking about? No, I have no idea. Guy's got about. a ten foot PVC pipe with an elbow curve on it. Oh yeah, man. Puts oh. Oh. Leaf blower. I, have a, I, have a, like, I have a leaf guard on my yeah, letters. I say, don't about that shit. Oh, fancy boys. Look at right. cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to blow my money for nothing. Leaves for free. <laughs> no, the whole story reminded me of I was talking to somebody about the, the property we were hunting in Illinois, and they like designated parking lots. You have to park at the parking lots. Well, this guy shot a deer, and there's like a road, you know, like a farm road going. Oh, I'm back in the road right there. So, so he tell you drove what. down the farm road to go get his deer, and the warden was waiting for him. And he's <laughs> like, you know, you can't do that. And the guy's like, well, how much is the ticket? And the guy's like, 150 bucks. He's like, well, here you go. I gave you 300 for next year's trespassing fee when I pull my deer out next year. He's like, because it's worth it. I ain't it. No, I'd like, pay 150 bucks to trespass. That's next that. level right there. <laughs> 
That is worth 150 bucks. And I'll here. pay you in cash. I almost <laughs> fucking blew a lung one year dragging a deer. I'll tell you what, 150 bucks worth of medical bills I would have paid. Cut for. a mile of a drag off. It yeah. might be worth. Yeah, ten years even, out of my life. I won't even talk about how short my drag was. So yeah, let's not talk about that. But I tell you what, about a shot a buck tonight. It'd have been a beautiful drag. Mm-hmm. I would have thrown that thing in the damn. Solo canoe is what it's called. That would have been awesome. And oh, was, wait, I, riding two in a solo canoe? That's right. Can you do that? And it would have been, I would have been We're gonna with try. the current on the way out, with the current on the way out. I was against the current on the way in. So the oh. way home was like, I was like, be, I'll just float. Just put your legs up. I'll just float. <sighs> I should have brought a couple bush lattes with me just in case. What's the, what's the weight limit on that canoe? I don't know. The buck could have had, I don't know, me and the buck. It's girthy. I think it says Eric plus a buck. <laughs> Eric plus a buck. Eric of considerable buck. size. Greg's got the other canoe. It's not a canoe. That is <laughs> what you have is canoe. What I have is is like three canoes in one boat. What is that one called? The, the, the kayak something? It's a kayak. It's called a something. Yeah, it's a PD12 or something like that. It's, it's a pedal beautiful. drive. It's Get awesome. It. That pedal drive won't cut it where I'm no, going. No, no. You got to take the pedals need, out. You need like three feet of water to run that thing. Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Well, because it's not. Okay. And you also don't want a lot of seaweed. Let me tell you. Yeah, if you got weeds, don't even bother. Like, pull that thing out. I'm actually uh, uh, going to build that got that real that real tall buck with two antlers, two racks, and one rack. Chris, you guys, I saw you liked his post. Dude, do you know how many deer posts I like? All I've seen is a four thousand other people shooting beautiful bucks. Trolling motor in one of those kayaks. If I'm on Facebook and I see a a post of of a buck from Rut Report or anywhere else, I see Derek liked it. That's like the first person that you like every single picture. (laughs) I'm trying to I'm trying to send out positive vibes. vibes, Dan Ryan, if anybody of you knows Dan Ryan. Facebook, really nice guy. How about Paul? Paul Shout Patera? out to Dan Ryan. Paul Patera is a really smart dude. He's Let's a great, great hunter. Podcast. I like yeah, him. I would love to talk with Paul. Um, but Dan Ryan, I noticed a couple of years ago, just every post on Rut Report, congratulations, way to go. Always super positive. Mine are always like, holy shit. <laughs> Whoa. My post, Look at that thing. No matter what I've said, I've put Cheers. at least three exclamation points because that's what I always do. I exclaim. Mine are always like, I cannot believe the size of that book. Those are my responses, and it's usually a congrats and also a cheers, and then a couple of beer emojis. Hell yeah. Because, like, if I'm going to buck, Tyler, you you cracked a bush latte. You're not a big drinker, my friend. This is true. So, this is a celebration. That's a celebration. Is, yeah. Hence the bush latte. I'll celebrate a little more. <laughs> I feel like Tyler should have some drop time spirits, to be quite frank. We're bringing that to deer camp, Greg. Good, because I'm not drinking that Malort shit. You want to swig? Oh, well, if you yeah. don't fill your tag, you are. Those, well, them, are them are the rules. Whatever. I, I'll show you where you can put that bottle. <laughs> don't be a bitch about it. No, you don't be a bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, let's talk about being a bitch. Step you don't off, want to bitch. <laughs> You're not mad enough to drink more. You don't here. want any chair on your. Or I don't know. Your chest. Uh, you, if you uh, were only to see what I've drunk? got going on here, you'd think I'd jug, I'd probably <laughs> drank a few cases of that shit. My grandpa always told me when I was a kid, eat mustard. It puts hair on your chest. I was like, I don't know why I want hair on my chest, but I'm going to eat some mustard. <laughs> <laughs> why was it as a kid? Like, I was six years old. I'm like, yeah, I, I want that. I want hair on my chest. You know how much hair I have on my chest? All of it. 
That's just all hair. Well, it now. migrated south from his head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so fun story from school today. All the I'm, uh, I'm giving a spiel to my advanced photo class. Shout out to the advanced photo kids who are listening. Hey, to are they gonna take some photos of some coffee bags? Yeah, no, we do. I need. I'll bring the sweatshirts. There I, I got my kids doing a product shoot. Is. They can do that. Okay. But uh, I'm giving my spiel. I'm talking to them, you know. And one of my one of my kids, Lucas, he's got a bag of chips. He offers me a chip while I'm. It's not a bag of weed. He sits right in the front. And offers me a chip while I'm talking. I'm like, yeah. I eat the chip and I keep spilling. All of a sudden, I'm like, holy crap, that's hot. He's like, yeah, they're ghost pepper ones. And I was like, woo! <laughs> he had a good laugh on it. I just threw it down. I'm just going to eat these chips right here. Thanks, Lucas. Oh, man. So, I don't know. There's like one week left until gun season here in Wisconsin. I don't want to talk about it. No. You guys are like, you need to get out. You need to get out. But I'm, I'm, here's the thing. I don't want to hear it. No, no, shut up. Let me just tell you. Get out there. Shut your mouth, mate. I'm very pleased with my season, guys. I'm really happy to have these encounters. It's good. You should be. I'm really happy. It's great. To me, this is a win. Like, you don't understand. Younger me never saw bucks like this. Younger me didn't understand how to play the win. Younger me didn't understand access. Younger me didn't understand how to do any of this shit. Wait for I'm, the competitive side to come out here. The job, he's like, he's the like, job okay, is not second finished. Runner up here. Think of how big your oppor- your window of opportunity Seriously. is. You're in it right now. You're in my it now. And then it's going to be this is how big the rest of the my year is. My window of opportunity Seriously. to I think stay you'll married be able to manage. I'm pretty sure. If, pretty sure. If tonight did not teach you anything or not make you want to get back out there, I don't know. I mean, you, dude, you were within seven yards of three bucks. And you almost drew back on a monster. Get back out there. Go. Just Anybody listening tomorrow. to this? I'll come over and watch your you kids need, this weekend. You go. Yeah. Someone you should come to, with me. I just feel like Eric. I need some support. You need to message Eric. Who wants to oh, I'll be, I'll be your emotional support hunter. <laughs> when are you going? Tell you what, if you can make it happen, let's I will go. Let's look at the wind. I don't, let's look at the wind for this weekend. Winchman. No, 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 no. Don't winchman me. Winchman. That has been my you are fucking a- godsend. On this season, you I've, I've, I think I I've shut your face. The wind shut your mouth. Shut, shut, shut it. Shut it. Shut up now and just listen. Okay, listen to me. You've already proven that you have a way around this piece of property for almost every wind condition. Almost every wind condition, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've okay, like, okay, enough. So let's see what let me finish. We Weekend problem solved. Weekend well problem done, solved. Greg. So <laughs> you need to pick a day, morning, afternoon. It can't be Friday because I have to work. <laughs> it's going to yeah, have to be yeah. Saturday or a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then we need to go do it. You want to go with me? I'll be your boy, Blue. You want to bring the other kayak? I'll bring the 10-ton the kayak. It's it is, fine. It is a heavy beast. Oh, you my have gosh. I have a truck. The solo it, canoe is nice on my car. It's on my car right dude, now. Dude, that thing's... I think three times lighter than this I've kayak I've stretched the shit on my roof, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't have a truck anymore. So pick a day. Do what he's saying. Just do it. Pick a day. Just do it. We can. Let's we can double walk. team it because yeah. if we double team I, it, we'll kill fine. something. Fine. One of I us is going to kill something. I don't care I don't, if I kill something. I don't care if I some, kill something. What's the scene from? Uh, there's some movie. You know, Effer for me is what he says in the movie. I don't, uh, it's like a road trip or some bullshit. What does he say? Fuck it for me, man. Because like he can't. But I'm like, kill it for me. Hunt it for me. Something, something like that. Like, you had to go there with it. The best man. <laughs> the okay. best man will win. Uh, anywho, let's checking the wind is important to know which way we should access and how we should. Hunt. Well, uh, we got wind di- directions showing up on Spartan Forge. It'll be fine. It's, it's looking favorable. Let's you, just say that you can make anything work on that. That the way that property lays out. Don't say anymore. I'm not saying anymore. We can make. You can make. There's. There's. 
you made an easterly wind work, which is damn near impossible on most properties. I'm sorry. Any deer showed up on that eastern wind. Saturday morning. I'm not. You guys are gonna go. I'm just gonna say Saturday morning, you guys can go <laughs> kill two bucks. It's gonna be awesome. I think my kids are home. What? You hear that? Thor uh, <laughs> just, just dropped his hammer. I hope so. I hope those are the kids. Holy Otherwise, shit. there's a freaking home alone thief upstairs. <laughs> the wet bandits. What do you think, Harry? Yeah, the wet bandits. <laughs> bandits <laughs> are we good with this podcast? We wanna kill it? Are we good here? Yeah, Everyone's, we're good. Uh, done. We go. didn't we didn't hear from Greg. Yeah, Greg. I, I'm in us. the nursery. That's all you need to know. Dude, I saw dinks. I could have killed three dinks. I had the OKS buck in the woods. <laughs> one horned <laughs> forker. <laughs> one horned forky blowing at me. That's the one. Because the little me. asshole that picked one, me off. That one was, I mean, you said it's the smallest one you've seen. That was a really small buck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, that guy's going to get body. waxed with a doe tag. Honestly, <laughs> like, he had, I think, in, I got him on the camera in September, and he kept. Running, running the same line and rubbing trees and whatever, and all of a sudden he shows up at like middle of October, missing one horn. I'm like, all right, who kicked your ass? It's not well, hard to break a Dixon tape. <laughs> number two pencil. <laughs> Here we go again. That's a bush but, right there. <laughs> but I also got on camera a tiny eight pointer with one horn dangling. Dangling it's by not flash. a horn. It's an antler. It's gonna be a horn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta remember who we're talking to here. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's out there busting racks. <laughs> Just saying. But I have not seen anything big. How many hunts have you hunted? Do you know? I don't know. You've lost count. It's probably a half dozen. More than uh, fingers on his hands, but not added to his toes. That's right. He said something clever. I tell Richard <laughs> in that one time. That was, it was bad. Sorry. He had, he had a Gregism that we can't repeat. We can't. I can't. can't Greg's you messages. almost got to be a Greg. Yeah. yeah. A Greg yeah. now. But either way, I've I've made it out a handful of times. I've seen deer all but one time. I haven't so I haven't seen any. I, the first time I saw a doe was tonight, and he and she was being followed by the big buck. Casually, which is something that I don't think we've talked about. Is you guys mentioned me like the big bucks? This buck was just kind of towing the line, real slow and chill. Like it was no big deal. He's like, "That's my bitch." I'm walking behind her. I think that was. He wasn't nose the ground. He was just kind of present with her, and. He wasn't dogging or he wasn't chasing. Wow, that's a really blurry. You're, who's in focus over here? Derek? One of you guys. Anywho. Anyway. Whose head is it? That's my the head. The big bucks do no, things that, Now it's mine. No, it's, it's focusing on your head. He sent me happy pan then. I don't know. I think it's Derek. Yeah, there it we is go. Derek. Because Derek's go. in that's line weird. inside of that camera yeah. right there. Anywho. <laughs> What the fuck was I talking about? Talking about big, big bucks, bucks following does. does with hoes. I've not, I've not, I've only seen bucks this season. I've not even seen a doe. You're not even like, a good shoot a doe. See a doe? You're not even a good hunter. I haven't <laughs> seen a single doe. What the f- luck of the pole? I saw a single. I saw a doe tonight. It was the first time ever, and she was followed by a buck. I also have not had a single chance to shoot a doe. So. No, I take that back. I had a chance up north where I, I do not have a doe tag. I had. Two chances at shooting does. One, I did take the shot. You're and usually the doe slayer. Well, but there's so much corn up. They're in the corn. They're not coming out. Or you only hunt, you know, I hunted that one spot probably three times in a row. And then I moved spots. That doe smelled me when she came out of the corn and was looking where I usually sit. And the wind was wrong. Like the wind was hitting her in the back of the head. She was smelling me and she was looking the wrong direction. I'm like, if this, if all this brush would have been out of the way, I could have taken a shot. It was a 25 yard shot. But then when she did 
come around and go in front of me, there was more crap in the way. And I tried threading the needle through an opening about the size of a basketball. That's a, that's a, and I, thread. I made it through, but the arrow ended up catching one little willow branch that was poking through and it deflected just enough. and went over her back. Did you find your arrow? Oh yeah. Yep. I found the arrow that I shot at a point. There was actually a little bit of brown fur from her back stuck in the fletching. <laughs> no blood, nothing. Just, okay. I just, no, I didn't even cut her hair. I just caught a little bit of the fletching. Nice. And that's it. Nice. We've all missed the shot this season, except for Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler, Tyler is. He was a at full draw for four <laughs> seconds, and he <laughs> missed a double. Four seconds. Seconds. Full for like I missed a, a turkey. I missed a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> he missed a you know, a buck, and you missed a doe. Yeah. We're all missers. We all, you know, better late than never. Let's hope it comes yeah. around. Yeah, right? you know, Let's uh, hope it comes uh, around. You know, Jake Bush talked about missing a deer the other day, just straight over its back. Yeah, Jake, Jake said a guys. few misses too. It's been like, tougher than also. It happens. These are things that I like to talk about. I had a mess. We had a message on the OKS Hunter channel the other day saying, uh, "Thank you guys for giving me confidence to shoot this shooter buck. I wouldn't have shot if I didn't know about yeah. you guys." Is that? He said, "Give me the courage." The courage. Yeah, yeah, the courage. That was like a take, big you word. You gotta yeah. take the shots. Shoot you don't it. know. Yeah. The people aren't taking shots because it's not the biggest damn deer in the forest. Yes. And just shoot, hunt your hunt, shoot your buck. It's hard this time of year though, because you look on Facebook and all you see is like giants falling. Yeah. Another giant like, has yeah. fallen. Everybody's like the deer. You know, it's like October twentieth. They're rotten. Everybody be in the woods, and you're like, oh, I got to hunt like every day right now. It's, it's hard. I I can totally see it though. Like the last you said, I've liked every buck on Wisconsin Rut Report, but like every buck that I've liked that's been posted on there has been eight points or better for the last hundred posts, right? I would, I'd be, Who in the heck feels comfortable putting a six-pointer up there? I'd be like, lying hey. if I didn't say I shot that one last year. I'd be weirded out to go to a spike this year. Like You're graduating. There's a hunter's journey. We've talked yes. about that. And then think about, like like you just mentioned, Jake Bush. He came off like a couple seasons of like insane first-week success on Giants. Big deer. And then all of a sudden, tough season last year. Tough season this year. Like, that... Racks but, you so mentally. Like when I was when you think like you're, on, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. wrecks you. Hunting, it really, it's hard tonight. It's really though, hard. Like I, I got down, like you guys had suggested, and I hunted the ground. I was like, well, at this point, I'm hunting the fucking ground. Like hunting the ground in public land and taking a kayak in. Ultimate, tell you what, the ultimate beast. Right you there. tell me <laughs> what. You tell me what comes in the bow range and I kill it. Like tell me that's not a fucking trophy. That's right? how I feel. Yeah. You know. I heard noise. I was ready to draw back. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. It didn't damn matter. Don't shoot a person, please. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing brown. It's Jared, brown. It's Jared brown. Scheffler. He's wearing that khaki. He had horns. They're antlers. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped responding to those people. I do every time. I know you do. I, know I you can't do. help it. I can't. Hey, boomers, guess what? We know they're antlers. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted on there about boomers. It was pretty great. It was good, yeah. He's like... All these damn boomers singing they're correcting these guys. <laughs> they're the ones that are dumbasses and wrong. <laughs> I was like, ah, we ain't got to say shit. Shout out. This guy's doing it for us. <laughs> oh, goodness uh, me. You know, because we print the wrong shit on the hats. We do, right? Yeah. Spend thousands of dollars. But meanwhile, another guy's like, hey, I saw your ad for the can't eat the horns. My people. 26 <laughs> hours in. in. <laughs> hey, who, who knew the content was binge worthy, huh? I don't know. But that's only the podcast. 26 minutes is tough. He didn't even got, he didn't even got into the Derek and the Greg uh, vlog style fucking YouTube stuff going on. Yeah, I should do some more of those. I should apologize. Do some more of those. I should. Guys, we are at 2,800 
like watch hours. We need to be to 3,000 for the next YouTube milestone. We are right there. I check every morning. I'll do a, it's hard during hunting season. I don't know why I care so I'll much about that. I'll do some Because it's just like, I like these milestones. I'm like, 2,800? There's only 200 watch hours to go. I'm in my head. I'm like, what can I post to YouTube? I thought you were thinking like, oh, what can I put on a repeat and just play through? <laughs> oh, I get I get one text a week updates about where we're at on that. It's killing me. I've never looked at it once. It's killing me. Four thousand is a real number, by the way. Yes. Three thousand is like some bullshit fake number. But like, oh, now you can put products. You know what, YouTube? I'll get the four thousand. <laughs> I, I get real, it ain't gonna I be get, from any of the great footage I took this <laughs> Jesus me either my footage sucks <laughs> we're filming we're actively filming season two of the okay Hunter show if you haven't watched out uh, on season one go to YouTube or carbon TV and you can check out the whole damn season it may be binge worthy I'm not sure Jace did a great job with like he's good at what is there together. there's like there's like b-roll like yeah and then there's like what we produce. <laughs> Jason did pretty good with like the D roll. So hopefully he can is keep that, that cell going. phone because it looks awful grainy. Do you, do you yes. have a, is that from our tough freaking flip phone? phone? <laughs> what are you recording? <laughs> Keegan followed me around on the property you're at. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> it was not cool. I don't know what is going to get played back from that because I don't know what he decided to hit the record button on. Hopefully it was just Big everything. properties are not my forte. Just put me on a river bottom. I'm good to go. Like, river bottoms where I need to be. Play river rat. Yeah. Well, on the live, I'll put this in the podcast land tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Congrats, Tyler. Way Thanks, to go, bud. buddy. Good work, buddy. Way to get it done. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks for uh, calling in. Make sure you tune in everybody. next week for uh, Eric Clark's story of how he killed the 150 stem planter. That's right. Can't wait. See what happens. I don't know. Should be good. Not confident about it at hey, this point any hey, longer. Hey, if you go out and you kill that thing this weekend, I'll come back next Tuesday. He's seeing bucks every Ooh. time. Not I know, confident. right? Boo freaking who? <laughs> I, know, right. I didn't make it. Hey, oh, I was surrounded hey, surrounded by bucks. <laughs> it was so depressing. I, I know. I'm not going to do it all year. Shut your face. You're the worst. <laughs>